Welcome to this week's episode of Rethinking Church. I am Tim Fox, and I'm so glad that you have chosen to join us for these few minutes as we take time to rethink some of the things we've assumed about leadership and ministry in the church through the years. One of the things that I had to really wrestle with in the early years of ministry was a definition of success. For many of us, we think about success, especially in our careers, in terms of numbers, things that we can measure, right? Like we can measure how many people follow us, whether it's on social media or how many people follow us in the ministry we lead. We can uh, measure success based on recognition or growth or the things that we achieve, any number of things that provide a signal that substantiate our ministry or our work and tell us that we're a success. The problem is that most of us come to this point of disappointment at what feels like failure in ministry. We go through seasons that aren't harvesting seasons and we feel like failures. We do all of the things that the, the books say to do and we don't grow a big church or we're we don't raise lots of money and we're, we're left with this feeling of disappointment over what we expected to accomplish in ministry and what we feel like we're actually accomplishing. And, and it's, it can be a challenge. It can be defeating. And, and then you add to that this cycle, right? Like we don't have regular moments where we get to stop and celebrate having finished something. As soon as Sunday passes, we're thinking about next Sunday. Every seven days, the weekend <laughs> rolls around, and we've got to be ready. Every week, there's new ministry challenges, and the, the pains and the hurts and the, the needs in our congregations and our communities, they, they don't go away. And there's, so there's this constant pressure, and we need to be able to think about ministry, to, to rest in the ministry that we do in a way that, that rethinks success for us. We need a, a definition of success that will encompass all of life, not just our work or our ministry. We need to think about what matters most and whether or not we're succeeding in that. There are too many pastors who are losing their marriages and losing their kids in their pursuit of bigger, better church. And the truth is that if we give ourselves to pursuing success only in the area of our work, we'll lose many of the things that matter most to us. So we have to begin with the things that matter most. Begin with the things that only you can do. Whether it's ministry or life or relationships, think about the things that only you can do. For instance, only I can care for my mental, emotional, physical, spiritual health. Nobody else can do that for me. And so that's a, a priority for me. No one else can be my wife's husband or my kid's dad. Those things have to come before the things that someone else could do. I mean, someone else could step into Hydrant Church and lead. Someone else can teach. Someone else can preach. Someone else can visit and counsel and do all of those things. So I have to prioritize and start with the things that only I can do. When I do that, I can, I can begin to redefine success. There's a, there's a book out called um, Rescuing Ministry from the Success Syndrome. And there they, they talk about some of the ways that they have begun to think about success in ministry. 
They define success as faithfulness, that faithfulness to the call, the faithfulness to Christ, the faithfulness to church, the faithfulness to our relationships. They define success as serving. Here at Hydrant, we say that if service is below you, then leadership is beyond you. And so service is a part of what it means to lead. And when we are succeeding in serving, it doesn't make a great name for us. It doesn't get us lots of attention or lots of followers, but it gives us lots of opportunities to do the work of God. Maybe you want to define success the way you do. It's loving the way that I love the people around me so that those who know me best will love me most. Maybe your success is in your faith or your prayer. You recognize that if I have prayed faithfully and done then the things that I've been asked to do, then that is success. Maybe success is, is our holiness, our walk with God in a way that, that overflows in love for others. Maybe it's just success in attitude, the way that we maintain our perspective as we work. For me, I've, I've kind of narrowed it down and there are there are there are four kind of statements when I think about success that are important to me. The first is that success is the the faithful care of the relationships that God has entrusted to me. The faithful care of the relationships that God has entrusted to me. If I fail in those relationships and I can't be really effectively making disciples or leading or doing anything else because we see in scripture that the disciples are known for their love, the way we love our neighbors, the way we love our spouses, the way we love our kids, the way we love those we serve. If I am not loving and caring for the relationships that have been given to me, then I'm not going to be able to lead in the tasks and the work and the ministry that he gives me to do. The second is to faithfully steward the resources entrusted to me. Sometimes I feel like in a small church that there's not a lot of resources and so we can get kind of lazy with it. We can't we can we can get to a place where we're not pursuing excellence. We're not eking out every bit of potential and the resources that we have because we don't feel like we have enough. Instead, if we can shift and think that we have all that we need to do all that he's asking us to do, then we will begin to see success as faithfully stewarding those resources to develop them and bring the best out of them. The the Third is to faithfully use the influence that God has shared with me. All leadership, all authority belongs to God. And he entrusts us with a measure of influence. We have the ability to have influence over ourselves, in our families, in our communities, our workplaces, in our churches. And we need to faithfully steward that influence. We need to be aware of the, the people who have given us the opportunity to share with them something that we've learned or to influence the way that things could be better or to influence our children toward the kingdom of God, to influence our spouses, to bring the very best out of them and help them to believe in what God is asking them to do. We are called to faithfully use the influence that he shares with us. We're not meant to hide from it or be afraid of it, nor are we meant to take advantage of it. We have to use it faithfully for the purpose that he shared it with us. And then finally, success is the faithful execution of the responsibilities that God has entrusted to me. When I can do the things that he has asked me to do, he has, he has given us responsibilities, right? We all have them, whether it's in our family or in our work, in our ministry. 
There are things that we have been given to do. And if I can't faithfully execute those, then I can't be trusted with more. I can't continue to have influence. I'm not going to be able to care for the relationships or use the resources that he gives to us. It's important that we can see this kind of overarching understanding of success that's more than about bigger buildings or more followers or size or recognition, growth in the church. None of those things really define our ministries as success or not, but our faithfulness, our obedience. Did we do what God asked us to do? Did we have the courage to do it? Did we, did we reach out for help when we needed help? Because I think that success is going to be seen in our faithful our faithful use of the things that he gives us, the relationships, the responsibilities, the resources, and the influence. That's where success really will land. That when we come to the end of our days, we'll breathe not a sigh of regret, but a sigh of relief, a sigh of gratitude, and having had the opportunity to do whatever he's given us to do for the work and the good of his kingdom. But it'll begin for us when we set ourselves free from what's been called the success syndrome or definitions of success that are built on bigger and better. We need to rethink success for ministry. We need to rethink success in life and begin to see it as something much broader, something much better, and something much more important. Then we can begin to rethink the work that we're doing and begin to lean into it wholeheartedly without this striving for something that, that is never meant to be the focus of our striving. So glad that you joined us today as we took a few minutes to rethink success. If this has been helpful to you, I encourage you to share it with someone else. Go and subscribe on your favorite podcast server. We look forward to being able to talk more about how we can rethink church together.